happy But if I keep on doing the things That keep on bringing me pain There's no one else I can blame If I'm not happy Wasted time but now I can see The biggest enemy it was me So I'm not happy Cry yourself to sleep Good evening, welcome to Just In Time. This is Just In Time on tonight's episode of Don't Settle, Break the Cycle. This episode is about settling and breaking the cycle, whether it is in a relationship, a job, etc. Life. I believe that there are many people that are selling for less, knowing that there is something better out there for them, but they don't have the patience to wait for their blessing. I have seen it with my own eyes. If you want something that is lasting and great, be patient. Great things take time. Again, great things take time. Again, this is my opinion and my guest's opinion and our observation. There may and may not be a split of language, but as always, thanks for tuning in to Just In Time. So on tonight's episode, I got some great guys in the studio. I'm going to let you introduce yourself. Why don't you introduce yourself, guys? Don Denser. John L. Thank you, Don. Thank you, Don. On tonight's episode, man, we just go dive into it. Um, also, we're gonna have a special guest call in here in about another two minutes. So uh, let's just let these guys answer the first question. So, do you believe the lack of self-esteem plays a major role in people settling? I think definitely when dealing in in relationships, um, you know, just how how you know. Um, people come accustomed to having a certain life, having a certain lifestyle, having a particular person there. Yes, sir. It's, it's like, it, sometimes it gets hard to separate from that. You know, it's not just, you know, how you feel like feel about that person. It's just what, you, what you're what you used to seeing. It's almost like an old couch. You know, you can see a new couch, you know, the old couch might not even be good for you anymore, messing up your back. But life just wouldn't feel the same that the environment wouldn't feel the same without that old couch okay what about you don how you feel about that do you think you believe the lack of self-esteem plays a major role uh in people selling in yes. as far as life i, mean, I do because when we know we can do better i should do better and you know my mind just tell oh it's gonna be okay it's gonna get better and it just never do yeah so i definitely believe and you know i have something in common other than, you know, but I also think people that that have like maybe a self esteem issue might yeah. not even know it. You know, because you you can you can um like I had a family member, you know, was going through a relationship ship, uh, issue. And they um you know, just trying to get them to understand that, you know, you can't help who you love, but you, you you can also, in the relationship process, learn to love yourself. And I feel like when the situation goes bad, sometimes it's hard for people to learn to love themselves, especially men, because we're engineered to be protectors and, and burden bearers anyway. Okay. Okay, so I got, a, uh, I got a young lady on the phone. Christina, thank you so much for calling in tonight. Uh, we're fine. Uh, so, Christina, these guys are answering the question. I'm just going to dive in. Tonight's episode is Don't Settle, Break the Cycle. Uh, as a woman, do you believe the lack of self-esteem plays a major role in people selling? Yes. Yeah. 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 Yeah.
mean, some people just don't think highly of themselves or they think they can't do any better than what they're doing by themselves or appearance. Some people may think they're too big or not attractive. You know, okay. They just settle for anything or whoever. First time, tell them what they want to hear and like to hear, they'll accept it and run with it. Okay, so so since I started the first question with the guys, I'm gonna start the second question with you, uh, Miss Christina. Do you believe that the fear of being alone, being in uh, being in competition with someone, causes one to settle for something or someone they didn't know? Okay, so how about you guys? So you, do you believe that the fear of being alone, being in competition with someone causes one to settle for something or something or someone they didn't know? I think, um, I think nobody ever really wants to be alone. I think being alone is something uh, people learn to cope with. You know, uh, you know, when you have to be in that position. You know, I guess when you put your put yourself, you know, um, you know, open yourself to other people, and you've been hurt in the past, then you start to try to guard yourself a little bit more, and then maybe a long time becomes more precious to you because you really don't trust in the first place. Okay. But I think, like I said, all people in some form or fashion, and I'm and I'm not just saying that everybody wants to be, you know, in somebody's face every day, but yeah. You know, who really wants to be alone, whether it's for companionship, whether it's for, you know, other personal, you know, desires. I mean, you want that. Okay. So, um, you know, just to, so to go back to the question, so how, how does fear play a part in that? I mean, I, I think uh, for the most part, especially when you get older, when, you, when you're younger, you feel like you're immoral. Okay. Uh, a lot of times. But when you get older, you know, there's certain aspects of your life that you either you know wish you prepared better for or that you want to go a certain way you you want to start planning you, you know you really want if your life isn't planned out already and you're getting new to newer relationship you know it's 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 harder to you know be open because you may have already been trying to accomplish goals set goals okay you know so um being in competition, I mean, I think that does pose a problem, especially because everybody, once you get in a relationship, a lot of people get comfortable with themselves. Yeah. And, you know, sometimes, you know, people kind of let themselves go. Oh, yes, know? sir. Cause you, but that comes with a certain comfort level. But if you ever had to go back into a dating scene, you know, they might feel some type of way. Like, well, shit, I'd rather you know, work it out with this motherfucker that I've been with as opposed to go try to become somebody for somebody else. Gotcha. Uh, Don, you want to touch on that? Yeah, I think, um, I think, 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 I think
definitely. <clears throat> for as fear of being alone. Yes. Plays a lot. Plays a big role in, and I can, you know, to a degree, speak for myself. I mean, it's kind of like getting a new apartment. You okay. Know? And and you got this. You young. It has, you know, has a lot to do with maturity as well. I can speak for myself, but it's like being in an apartment by yourself. You, you want that company, and then you get accustomed to that. So company. it goes back to what Jay said. You know, no one wants to be alone. Just don't want to be alone. Okay. Know? And I just say, you know, now that I'm older and and you know I'm a little bit wiser. You know, sometimes it's best to be alone. You know, I can look back and say, you know, man, I should have been alone at that moment, depending on the person or the outcome. Okay, okay. So this next question, uh, and three of y'all can answer it however you want to. As far as a relationship, do, do you think it's selfish to allow someone into you and your child life without knowing what they're bringing to the table? Well, Jay, you know, on the other hand, you're married, so that's different. Uh, Don, you single. No, but, 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 but yeah, I, I, can, I can. You still can attest. I, I, okay. I can speak on it. Okay, go. All right, and, and the reason I can speak on it is because, um, you know, from when my daughter started dating, uh, you know, my wife has, you know, female cousins who, uh, you know, were at the dating stage and would bring dudes around. And it's like family, you know what I'm saying? And I feel like, I feel like, um, I feel like it's, I explained it to them like this, because one of them had a guy that she was dating for like, you know, maybe year two years and she would bring him around and then she wanted she wanted you know to separate from him so she felt like the whole family should separate okay and i feel like the the unfair part and this you know goes back to bringing people around your kids is if your kids get attached okay at some point the family got attached to this dude you know what i'm saying and I'd seen, I didn't have a problem with them. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And so it, your kids can feel that way. If you're bringing a male figure into like your child's life, and let's say they didn't have a male figure before, a young man might get attached to that. And then you don't like them, y'all don't work out, y'all break up. Now, now, now the child is going through not having a father all over again. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. You know what I'm saying? So, I mean, it, I, I think before your kids start meeting your extra person, I think you, you should damn for sure know that this person is going to be around. Okay, man. Thank you so much. Okay, Miss Christina, uh, you on the line? What's 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 your thought and opinion on the situation? Me personally, it's going to take a long time for me to bring someone around my child. Being a single mother, yes, ma'am. You know, I'm, so I don't just allow in and everybody. Yes, ma'am. And that plays a major role. Okay. All right. Well, thank you so much. Uh, so this next question is, uh, Miss Christina, or uh, Don, you can start. One of y'all can answer it. So do you believe that one would have to actually want to change or break the cycle that accustomed to when it comes to settling I would say definitely. I mean, because, you know, we just seeing too much of the same old, same old negative stuff. You know what I mean? 
uh, failed relationship, divorces, you know, so on and so forth, you know, but I, I really think we have to definitely wrap our head around, you know, what's going on, you know, and, and trying to get an understanding, you know, basically a good balance. Okay. You know. Okay. What what are you what are you speaking on? Ask well, run the question again for me. Um, do you believe one would have to act, actually wants to change or break the cycle that they're accustomed to? Yeah, I mean, you definitely have to want to do it. You have you, you have to want that. I mean, I was talking to this uh, girl at work who was talking about you know. Uh, what she went through with her baby daddy and whatnot. And, um, you know, she was just talking about, you know, how she loved him. I was like, but at some point, you got to decide what it is, what you want out of a relationship. And if that's not it, then you have to want better for yourself. You have to want, you know, something different, you know, or you're just going to keep getting the same shit. Okay. I like, so, you know, until you want better for you and your daughter, you're going to keep getting the same shit. Let's go back into seven. Okay. Right back to the this is the main question, you know, right? Okay. And this it's just easy to slip into that situation, you know, because we get accustomed to that particular lifestyle at that time. Feels good. Yeah. You know, everything new feels but, good. But you gotta want better. better. You gotta want better. <laughs> you gotta want better. Cause you can know you can know better. I could tell you better. You know. And be like, yeah, I know, I know. You ever talk to a motherfucker, you telling them, right, I know, I know. But they don't they don't want better for themselves yet. Yeah. To say it, it sounds stupid. You can ask them, do you want better for yourself? They could say, yeah. But deep down inside, they're unwilling to change, you know, okay. for the better. Okay. You got the one. So how you how do you feel about that, Miss Christina? As far as, you know, um, do you believe that one have to actually want to change or break the cycle that they're accustomed to? Okay. Okay. Uh, so let's let me just dive into it once again. Thank you guys for being on tonight and uh, talking about this situation as far as title, as far as don't selling and breaking the cycle. So why do you think people choose to ignore the red flags? Is is it out of desperation? You get accustomed. You know, you get used to. But but, we, I, I, but, but I, we, I, I think I think people make excuses for the people or the things that they want. Okay. Regardless if it's good for you, that's okay. where the excuses come in. I mean, you know what I'm saying? Like, like and, and I and I say that to mean, okay, um, let's say there's there's a, a woman you're really interested in, and somebody could tell you she's not good for you. She fucking off on you. She she fucking off your money. She doing this. She doing that. But you could come up with the excuse. Okay, but, you know, this, 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 you're making excuses for her. Well, I did tell her she could have that money. Uh, you know what I'm saying? It becomes an excuse. You make excuses for it. And so many people do that in their relationships. A lot of times they know better, they don't do better. A lot of times they give, you know, make excuses for the things that they want. Yes, sir. And it's, it's at some point, you know, you got to call it what it is. And if it's if it's toxic for you, 
you first got to identify it, establish that that's not what you want, and move forward. Okay. Uh, Christian, Don, you want to touch on it? <laughs> Definitely. Um, Question. Okay, like, the question is, why do you think people choose to ignore the red flags? Is it out of desperation? It feels good. I mean, for one thing, you know, whether it's sex, conversation, companionship, something always gets you locked in, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. And you just ignore the BS, and you know, and you know better. You're like, man, I know this motherfucker ain't good for me, or whatever the case may be. But that company feels good, or that sex is good, or that 10 minutes or whatever is good. And sometimes we get stuck, and it become a habit. Okay. Uh, Miss Christina, would you like to touch on it? Uh, why do you think people choose to ignore the red flags, and is it out of desperation? Okay, so we're going to touch on this last question. Uh, once again, thank you for uh, being on the show. Thank you once again, Miss Christina, for calling in and being a part of the show uh, and letting us and our listeners get that uh, woman's side. So I'm going to just start with you, Miss Christina, because, you know, in my life, it's women first. What would you advise be for people in situations like this? so much anybody else janelle jack don so what what type of advice would you give a person in the situation someone who's selling i would i would tell them you know it's, it's it's almost like talking to an addict because in 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 you know that's almost what we're talking about somebody that's addicted to a situation whether it's bad or not and, and can't let go and sometimes there's nothing you really can tell that person. Okay. But when they, except when they reach rock bottom in the in, in that toxic situation, like an addict. Okay. You have to. They have to at some point whatever they're going through. It has to be be worse than how they think they can fix it. Okay. And and that's why a lot of times people accept, uh, you know, bad situations or or, or ignore the red flags because they feel like they can fix it. Gotcha. You know, so they just, I mean, it's like the, the best advice you can advise to somebody in that position is to, out of love, let them know what you see them going through. Yes. And let them know that you're there for them, whatever decision that they make. Because it has to be that they can't do it for you and they can't do it for anybody else. It has to be something that they feel like they need to change in. Okay. Don, you want to close us out? Definitely. Um, I would say the most important thing is to know yourself. Know yourself. Have goals. Uh, you know, know what you want in life. Get to know a person. Okay. Ask them, what's your goals? What you want out of life? See if y'all are even on the same stratosphere. See if y'all are on the same planet. Okay. You know, things are important. 
And then, you know, it's the steps. Patience, man, is, is huge in this situation. Just trying to understand the person, understanding who you are, and understanding the goals. And try to achieve them, and hopefully they're on the same same page, same wavelength or something. You know, I think even myself, you know, I, I rush, you know, because it feels good at the moment. And, and I ignore the bullshit. I ignore the stuff that I should have paid attention to. Yeah. And they all ended up in failure. So patience and knowing yourself, I would say those are two big components. Well, man, once again, thank you so much. Thank you, Miss Christina, for calling in and being part of the show. <laughs> thank you, Jarnell, so much for being part of the show. And Don, once no again, problem. this is just in time. Uh, don't sell to people. Don't ignore the red flags. Keep your eyes open. Like they say, stay awoke and be blessed. This is just in time. So I'll talk to you again. Be blessed. <laughs>